Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Live from Manchester, the excess Manchester football social. Call 0345-111-7625 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. <laughs> There's an awful smell in the studio. Someone has pumped in here, and I tell you what, what a way to start a show. Oh, oh that, that is. Uh, what have you two done it? Because it certainly isn't me. <laughs> Producer Chris, is that you? What a way to start a show. I reckon uh, it's his feet. Oh, God, I tell you what, that is so hard. You, maybe you've got some laugh on you. I'll, I'll give my hair up. <laughs> Watch out for lunch, you can taste it. Uh, this is the XS Manchester Football Social, the full-time Devils takeover. Thank you very much. And the full-time Devils are back on Twitter. Whee! Uh, and you can watch us live as well as listening to us. Head over to YouTube and Facebook. Um, just search Full Time Devils. I am joined indeed by Gaz. Hello, Gaz. Hello, mate. And Webby, back. Are you back now, Webby? I'm how back, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Happy uh, birthday, by the way. It was Webby's birthday. We haven't seen you since your birthday. Haven't we? No, no because we you haven't. Off no, last yeah, week, so yeah, happy yeah. birthday, Webby. Thank this, you very much. 21st. And United I brought wish. you a, a trip to the FA uh, Cup final. So that's what we're talking about today. With the fact we're in an FA Cup final, surely Jose Mourinho deserves a bit more praise. So you Jose out haters that we see in the comment section want you to come on and speak to us. 0345 117625. You still can't be Jose out. Why aren't you giving him the credit he deserves? He's got us to another FA Cup final and, Joe, and we can I, have a I, difference I, I, of opinion. Go on, go on. I don't, go want, on. To, I don't want to interrupt you, but I, I will say, I say you can be Jose out. You can be. 
And we want to hear from you if you are. 0345 treble one <laughs> seven six two five. Get your calls in early. We're also speaking about your Arsenal memories. It'll be the final time Wenger comes to Old Trafford and it'll be good to have a chat about the times when United and Arsenal went head-to-head uh, and your thoughts. I've got a question for you. Now, no one, you, can, you can't give me the answer yet. I'll give okay. you the answer. At the end of the show... When Wenger has played United, who is the player to score the most goals against him? Eight double seven double one. Find us on Twitter at Excess Manchester and the Full Time Devils. Who is the player to score the most goals for United against Arsene Wenger? Gaz is looking confident. Webby, I think you'll get there by the end of the show. Oh, if you know, get, get in the comment section and let us know. But do give us a call. This is your time to have your say. Oh three four five treble one seven six two five. And coming out to talk about United for a whole hour. Uh, the smells uh, slowly gone away, but I'm scared it might come back for another. <laughs> A return guys we're in the fa cup final yeah mate uh, ecstatic about it as well the way that we did it coming up against the team like tottenham and before the game everyone's basically counting us out i never I don't understand why it was almost like they were saying it as if pochettino had some unbelievable record with winning trophies and had done unbelievable not, things in the not FA with cup. a bowl of soup i know that's what i mean but the way they were going on it was like it was a given that they were going to roll us over and then we turned up there and deservedly got the win after a tricky start and now you know, coming to the end of the season, an FA Cup final, we had it the other season, didn't we, where we finished, was it fifth under Louis, where, when we sacked him? Was it Sixth. fifth? Well, Sixth. either way, um, when we sacked him... Was that Louis, the new Arsenal manager? Oh, don't, <laughs> we we'll have to get, we'll get started on we that We won the too. FA Cup and I remember looking back and thinking, it's been a disappointing season as a whole, but to finish with an FA Cup and this time even better finishing in the top four, it's a okay season. Will it be an okay season? You come second, FA Cup. It's not too bad, is it, Webby? Uh, the game was an alright game. We won nil down. Someone did a little dance against us, but you held it out two one. Yeah. Win for Manchester United. It was always as I said on the show. I was in meeting on Friday with Gio, and I said two one, and Gary looked at me and he he went for Tottenham. But you can't fault him. You know, Jose Mourinho wins big games of football. He's done that in Tottenham's own backyard. You know, we've gone one down, first 20 minutes went in the game, they could have gone two up. Then we've run the show. Can you remember Spanish Dave having a save to make? After they hit the polls, can you remember? It didn't do anything. No. Nope. You know, when Sanchez come to the party, great header. You know, great play by Big Paul. And then obviously Herrera has been all over the pitch and he's got us a winner. And deservedly so, because we wasn't hanging on. No. You know, you know, we could say 2-1, Dave's done that, Dave's done that, Will do, we've had that bit of luck. We didn't have any. The better team won. And they keep going about this Poggettino, is he the one for us? Win some at first, then we will speak about it, got a bigger club. Back. Then come back, sir, but you've not won, like I said, a bowl of soup. So you're not going to get a big job. Now, for me, Tottenham is a big club. You look at their squad, it's probably one of the best squads in the Premiership. But he's done nothing. They can play nice football. But I remember Newcastle playing nice football and good to, good to watch on the eye. But what did they win? They won nothing. This is, well, this is what I mean about people being too reactionary in football at the minute as well. I mean, you think back two weeks ago, Tottenham were the best things in sliced bread. Mauricio Pochettino was going to be the best manager in the world one day. And Manchester United were in a state. And Jose Mourinho was apparently one of the worst managers in the league. And, and look how it's <coughs> changed in two weeks. Apparently now we're looking back at Tottenham's season as a massive disappointment and United's as a success. People just get carried away after individual results a little bit too much. We've got to say 90 minutes, it changed. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's it what it takes, 90 minutes. You know, but we're a better team and Tottenham fans aren't anybody. 
Can't come on and dis- they had the 20 minutes at the start of the game, that was it. And, that and then was we lost the game. Uh, let us have your say on the final confident of a win. The FA Cup is it coming to Old Trafford 0345 17625. Talking all things Manchester United, whatever you want to have a chat about. Some people in the comments saying Marshall in or out. Uh, whatever you want to speak about today, the platform is yours, like Kyle has called us. Hi, Kyle, you okay, mate? Hi, um, yeah, I'd like to talk about um, how we're going to deal with Arsenal's danger men this weekend. Arsenal's danger men, yeah, go for it, Kyle. How do you think we're going to deal with it? Um, I'd like to see something similar to the Liverpool game, maybe Ashley Young again, like one of their wide players, as in, because I've seen a lot of um, people saying that Lacazette or Aubameyang could start wide and one of them start centrally because of the widths that one uh, one or both of them provide for the pace. So maybe Ashley Young does a similar job to them as on when he did to Mo Salah. And maybe um, we over, we override the midfield a little bit. To, don't don't worry about Arsenal Sunday Sunday. You've got a massive game tonight and a massive game next Thursday. Yeah, they're going to go very very strong tonight. Depending on the result, they'll go they'll go weakish against us. Yeah, and we will give them a right good idea. The point that I want to bring Free up one. is is this whole um, yeah. and Kyle brings up a very good yeah. point uh, about the whole Mo Salah thing and everyone's singing his praises shining his boots you know he's going to win the Ballon d'Or but made. yet Manchester United were able to stop him he wasn't uh, he wasn't uh, you know sight to be seen where was he? It's almost like they're a bit arrogant towards us as if um, everyone's talking about Jurgen Klopp being this great manager I've said, I've said this a thousand times to all my friends. There's no point of being a good, uh, being playing good football going forward. You need to have some tactics and a plan B. Like I looked at Liverpool's bench, like, even against us, there was no real quality on their bench. Indeed. And Jose is the master as well with dealing with individuals defensively. I mean, you brought up before what he did with uh, with Salah and, of course, Ashley Young. And I think what you're right there, what you've said there, mate, um, about what's going to happen this weekend, I think we'll see Ashley Young play again to deal with the threat of the pace of Aubameyang or maybe Lacazette, like you mentioned. Uh, I'd also like to see Eric Bailey return to the team this weekend. Where? Why wasn't he involved in that Tottenham I semi-final? You, I think he was on the bench at... Bournemouth and then if you notice coming out of the tunnel he seems to be hobbling now right. it's strange he's, he's, he's like an oil rigger he's in one he's out one you know, he's, he's, you know and he, but I can't fault them two at the back last weekend I thought they were superb you know and I'm not one of the biggest fans of the pair of them but for me last week they kept the most form centre forward in Europe very very quiet and I can't knock him you know if they play like that week in week out <laughs> it's not going to happen though. No, it's oh, not going to happen. Stop me there. Keep your calls coming in. 0345 treble 1 765. It's not a full time devil's takeover if we don't hear from Stuart. Stuart, yes. how are you, mate? Hi, okay, boy. Hi, Stuart. How are you, son? How's it going, my mate? <laughs> Love you, Stuart, mate. Talk to us. You're on the full time devil's takeover. Hey, well, I don't think the, the boys in the studio have, have quite, quite a different opinion about Ozzy to the boys in there, so they're probably not. I like my views on Jose. I've never really been a big fan of him. I'll tell you why. When Sir Alex was in charge, he was very much um, a seed mentality. He always supported his players. Lucky we supported Eric Cantona because the world was going to come for him. I think Jose's different. He seems to wash his dirty linen in public a lot more. I think he can fall out of players easily. And I think at times, you're not careful when you're like that as a manager, it can become a very toxic atmosphere. I still don't think things are quite right with him and Pogba at the moment. 
me personally. And I won't be surprised if he if he somehow tries to engineer a move for him away from the club because I think I don't think there's there's something not quite right there for me. There's been too much smoke around them too. The, the tabloids are very usually not far away from it. But we'll see. Look, it, it was great the weekend. He pulled off a great job and we played brilliantly. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He was good on the weekend. But do you do you agree with Stuart? What Stuart says there, uh, Gaz. Uh, sorry, Stuart. Uh, do you agree that sometimes Joyce might have a damage on certain plays? You look at the two plays that people were calling for to be Player of the Year this season, and both of them were ex Jose Mourinho plays, which he didn't think were good enough. But yet De Bruyne and Salah were up there fighting for the top two. Do you think he he, he not, might not that he didn't think those plays were good enough? I mean, one matter he got rid of him, and now he thinks he's an important part of his squad. He just didn't think they were right at that time. Um, however, I'm just going back to Stuart's point about Jose and how he's spoken about players in public. Um, I understand what he's saying. However, I feel like. He's maybe being tricked a little bit by the tabloids, and they're, they're I don't want to say completely making up stories because, like you say, there are there is no smoke without fire. However, I feel like they're they're building them up to more than they actually are. I think the only player that Jose has been out of order with publicly this season is Luke Shaw, where he has he said things in the public. That that time where he had a great performance, and Jose said it was all down to me because he was playing in front of me. That was out of order. However, with other players, I think we have to take what we hear in the press yep. with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Right, we're going to go from... Thank you very much, Stuart. Always give yeah. us a call. 0345 Get your calls in nice and early. The phone lines are going. United fans, come and have your say about your club. Alex, you're thinking Jose Mourinho. He's doing a good job for United. Yeah, hi, guys. You're right. Yeah, very well, mate. Very well. Good, good. Um, yeah, I just want to say that I think Jose's doing well. Uh, I'm a bit like Adam, though, in that I'm not really Jose in or Jose out. I'm more Jose sort your stuff out. Um, because, obviously, there have been times this season when we can all agree he's done things which none of us agree with. Um, I hate to mention it, but like Sevilla. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting us to a cup final can't be coughed at because it's not easy, is it? And Jose Mourinho's got a good record of getting to cup finals, and he's got an even better record in cup finals. So, you know, at the end of the day, when we appointed Jose, we weren't really looking, at the time, I don't feel that we were looking for somebody to necessarily play beautiful football. We were more looking for somebody to take us back to where we need to be, which is at the top. And under Jose, I feel that we are heading back in that direction, which is ultimately, ultimately the most important thing. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you agree then, guys? Where do you sit on the whole Jose thing? What is your stance on it? I think that he's done very well this season. However, I think going into next year, we need a serious title challenge. It's been far too long and he hadn't, he spent enough money for us to do it last season. However, uh, this season, should I say. However, obviously we've seen City have been unbelievable, so it's fair enough there. But in the other aspects, obviously it's been disappointing. Certain games this season, the style is at times he's been paying teams too much respect and I think underrating his own players by the way we've set up in certain games, especially the likes of Liverpool away and uh, and City at home as well. Um, however, as, as your man on the phone has just said, what we've done this season, you've got to look back at, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a good season. Alex, can you just stay there for us one second? Stay on the line, don't go anywhere. Cam, we're going to bring Cam in. Cam, talk to us. Cam, uh, what is your opinion on Jose? Like, you know, I ring up every week and I cut him off, but you know, this weekend we've got to give him a bit of credit. Cause he's, I'm not sure if Kane was 100% or not, but they did get him out of the game. But like, what I was thinking is, lads, you know Smalling and Jones, they played unbelievably well on Saturday. Like, fair play to him, yeah? The guy didn't have a sniff. But don't you think their performance are too far in between? Oh, and then we're like now, obviously, because he's won a semi, which is a brilliant pro club, brilliant, like, I, th- I think, like, he puts a lot of stuff under the rug. 
What do you think then? Do you think it's hiding uh, hiding the fact that these semi-finals are hiding the poor performances uh, uh, of you, Jose? You've got to look at it, obviously, that obviously when, when your team gets into the final, these players who have not been really, really fit all season become 100% fit and want to play in the cup final, you know. Yep. It's obvious. Can't knock Jones and Smalling from last uh, Saturday evening. Can't knock them at all. Let's see him do it this Sunday. Let's see him do it at West Ham. Let's see him do it at Brighton. Let's see him do it against Watford. And if they do do it, then they play in the cup final. So can you guarantee that one will get injured or one will make a right boo-boo? Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like any player can have a good game on the day. But we know now, we don't... There is surely, without a shadow of a doubt, that Chris Smalling and Phil Jones are not good enough to be playing for Manchester United for much longer. Yeah. It's getting ridiculous now. It feels like at the point of every, every season at this point of the season, it feels like we're all discussing like they've had a couple of good games and we're all going, oh, well, maybe they're good yeah, after yeah, all. Maybe, maybe next good. season they'll be great and it's never going to happen. They're just not good enough and they're never going to be. So can we can we know your opinions on, on Jose? You don't think he's right for United, but what do you think when you hear Alex, Alex, you're back on, uh, what, what do you hear yeah. when you think when you hear Alex talking about the fact that he is doing a good job for United? Do you think he's, he's just not seeing in the bigger picture? No, it is. I think, obviously, been a fan of my life. You know what I think hurts the most is, like, you see them, not across the road, how they're playing, and now you see in Liverpool how they're playing, and now you see how we play, and I think that's a bit of a sickener for us all as well. So, but the only thing I don't like about Jose is, is like, your man just said uh, before, I can't remember his name, but Pogba, there's something going on. Like, I said to you, that's we went hell forever to get him. He doesn't play him in the positions... Like, that's just what I just don't understand. It just, like, baffles me. Like, cause I said, like, you know, like, four, if we spend four or five million as a player, yeah, can you play here, one week here? When you're playing 90 million for a player, you must have in your mind, you know what he's good at, you know what he's bad at. And obviously, what he's brought him in for, he's not, he can't do the job. Alex, does that frustrate you that he's not playing players in the right position? Yes, of course it does. I mean, it frustrates all of us. But, you know, as I said, when I first came on, you know, the bottom line is Jose's taking us in one direction, which is up. And that's what we brought him in to do. We didn't bring him in to tell him to play football a certain way. We brought him in to get us back on the way up. And the bottom line is that he's doing that. We don't necessarily have to agree with him because when has Jose ever in his career done things the way that people tell him to do it? He never has. And I don't think he ever will. So we've just got to be happy that we are on the, on the up because can you imagine if we won the FA Cup and kept Louis van Gaal last season? We would not have gotten back into the Champions League by the Europa League last year. You can guarantee it because, well, look at the Europa League the year before and when we lost to Liverpool, that was just horrible, wasn't it? True. Uh, Alex brings uh, brings up a good point there, Cam. After Lou Van Gaal won the FA Cup, did you want to keep Van Gaal or was it the right time to see him go? I wanted to see him go, but I thought the timing was rubbish because like we didn't even get to like basically forgotten within an hour because I think we won it at half past five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was the manager. Uh, so, right. Sorry, Cap. Give a shout out to Sir Alex. You watch that programme, The Feud? Yeah, I think we all watched it on Channel 5. I got recommend, it, got it, got it, recommend you go watch it. Yeah. And we'll speak more about it later on, Cam. But it, it was a good programme, wasn't it? Looking at the, the relationship between Wenger uh, and Sir Alex. Alex, this is another thing with Jose. He said one thing about Sir Alex that he could do: he could constantly evolve his football. He could evolve his players. You know, we've had time goals from like from 1986. It was Liverpool, then Arsenal come along, then Chelsea come along. Anything that come in front of him, he just dealt with it. But I just think Jose's stuck 
like in his old ways when football's changed. Do you know what? That's a, a final line there from you, Cam. It, it's it, a very good. It's point. a very good yeah. point. It's a good line from uh, from Cam there. Let us know. Have your say. Oh three four five treble one seven six two five. We'll be talking to Daniel uh, soon. I just want to speak to you boys. Then they bring up some good points. You shook your head. Uh, I mean, you, you nodded. Sorry, uh, guys, when he said that line. Do you think Josie wants to adapt, or is he just sort of that? This is my way. It, it's it's a little bit frustrating this at times this season. What I was saying before about paying teams too much respect, I feel like there's there's been times where we've gone into a game and we've all thought, right, we, we've seen what we can do in the last game where we played really well, scored like one four nil. Let's let's carry that on into this game, and then he's just you know shut up shop and essentially part the bus. And it feels like he should learn from that going forward, and he's just not changed too much this season when maybe there has been opportunity to I mean for example in that City second half we've seen we, we saw how we played in that um, and hopefully we, we, we Jose now knows what his team can actually do when we play attacking football but I just don't think he'll change we're going to go to our final corner caller of this section it is uh, Daniel Daniel you're good at, uh, good evening mate a bit of positivity Daniel Jose you think he's brilliant Definitely, definitely. Hey, boys, how everyone doing? All right, my mate. I'm sorry for that. Guys, I hope you're doing all right. <laughs> Webby, I hope you're all right. Yeah, my fine. The line, as always, yeah? Yeah, yeah lovely, Daniel. Been brilliant. I think Jose has been brilliant. All he's doing is handling these players and letting them be men of themselves. If we're trying to actually look at it from a point of view that we're supposed to look at it, uh, is that... Look at Pogba and look at Martial. I don't think if we had Martial with the way he behaves lethargic sometimes, we actually get through games like Liverpool, Tottenham and Man City. Those are comebacks. You don't get players that if you lose the ball, next thing your head's down and next thing you don't chase it back. Sanchez had to break himself. He's smaller than those big lads, but he had to get it in if he still wanted to get something out of the game. And that's what Josie was just looking for. We don't have to have to sign the world players at the end of the day, as Lukaku even just said. At the end of the day, if the spirit is there, nothing is going to stop United. Because I even that's why I love Lukaku so much. He knows what is going on, and he's just trying to pull everyone together. Exactly. That is one thing Martial needs to get together. He needs to really understand that it's all that team spirit. Sometimes when you watch him, come on, we know he's, he's an amazing one that came in as a young boy and defied all expectations. But when it comes to the gritty, I mean, look at Liverpool and City. They're doing their thing. That's good and fine. We'll leave them there. Now for us to face our own situation, let's call what it is what it is so we can move forward. Martial needs to get his head down and really play like we're having a Rashford here. Come on, Daniel. The best caller we've had, Daniel. Ahead of Martial. Lingard can be, even if you see him like a joke or whatever, when it's time to get the job done, we get the job done. So it's not a case of, 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 it's not Love Island. Yeah, good and fine. Martial is out here. Yeah, we love him. But he needs to give something back and say, do you know what? I'm going to play and I'm going to play with my heart. And I promise you, Daniel. with him, Rashford and Lukaku, we can win the Premier League. Do you know what? Daniel, Daniel, you, Daniel you are, you are the greatest caller we have ever had I'm on this show. Dan, Dan, I, I can't say anything now. Sorry, what I wanted sorry. to say now, 
The man just said it okay. all. The passion. You're a legend, Daniel. You know what the thing is as well is I I like Martial and I really want him to stay at the club. But every point that Daniel's just I made then about him not being the type of player when you're trying to grind out results, you're completely right. He doesn't exactly. defend enough. He doesn't put enough effort, and he's often quite lethargic on the pitch. So as much as we exactly. love him, we need exactly. more than that to win the Premier League. Daniel, we've got to leave you there. But thank Shot you very Daniel. much for calling, Shot Daniel. Legend there, Daniel. What uh, if you want to be on the phones like Daniel was then? What man? Oh three four five treble one seven six two five. Okay, we've got to take a two minute break now. Two things to think about. Who is the player to score the most goals for United against Wenger in the Arsenal versus United matches? And two, who farted in the studio? <laughs> in the comment section, was it Gaz, Webby, or Joe? In the comment section, or producer which, Chris. Or producer Chris. Which one do you think was most li- likely that farted in the studio? Right as I lifted the microphone, faders up. I'll see you right after this. Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. Just want to say a big congratulations to uh, Dylan Levitt, who is signed for Manchester United, uh, signed a professional contract. Uh, one to watch there, keep an eye on him. Uh, a lovely picture on him, uh, did the rounds with him and Nicky Butt. Nicky Butt was a smiling face there. So big shout out to uh, Daniel Levitt on signing his professional Dylan. contract. Dylan, why did I say Daniel? Dylan Levitt on signing his professional contract. Uh, we are talking about who trumped in the studio. Uh, have we decided it was you, Gaz? Uh, everyone's coming. Everyone's in, to be decided I'm saying quite, it's I, Gaz. I'll take that. I'm quite proud of it if it was me. <laughs> it was something else to tell you. Keep your phone calls coming in. 0345 treble one seven six two five. Andy Tate is on the way. Uh, we're going to speak to him obviously about Arsenal, but let's have your say on the FA Cup prices. The final. Uh, before we get to the callers, Aobe, stay there. I think I've said your name right there. Aobe, uh, we're coming to you very shortly before we speak to Gaz and Webby about the mad FA Cup prices for the final. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. They know we'll pay it, so they can charge what they want in it. There's a, there's a match. Uh, is it a couple of weeks before? Maybe the FA Vars or something like that. And I've seen the tweet what the FA put out. Sit anywhere within the ground for fifteen pounds. Now, you know that's the non-league club or whoever's in the final. But to increase some of them seventy odd percent, it's an absolute disgrace. Now the FA have spent that much money wasted on that Wembley, and it say someone's made a bid, an American football team, to buy Wembley. Yeah, mad. Well. Sell FA, sell Wembley, pay off your debts and let us all in for the score on the 19th of May, you know, oh, stop uh, ripping us off. At least if they were to sell Wembley, put the money back into grassroots, grassroots football. Grassroots exactly. football, they won't know, Gaz, they won't it know. Cheaper. No, they won't do, and it's just it's just another example of the sort of abandonment of the FA and, the, and, and especially Northern working-class football fans who now have to travel all the way down to Wembley for the semi-finals, which is the most stupid, mind-boggling thing in the world. Hopefully that's going to come to a stop. And then we see this for the final as well. It's it's just again ridiculous. It's not a, it's not it's not a working class sport anymore. It's not. Have your say in the comment section as well as getting in touch. Oh three four five trouble one seven six two five. I'm going to give this a pronunciation. I'm going to give it a go. Ayub. Liar. Have I smashed it there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shot, man. Lovely. Uh, how you doing, mate? Uh, you're on to the uh, the full time Devils takeover. Uh, what do you want to say today, mate? Oh, I, I was about, I was just thinking about like Jose Mourinho. Like, people make us—he's not as bad as people say he is. He's not as bad as people say he is. And what what have you seen? Do you think people are giving him too harsh of a time? 
way too hard. Like, he was, like the fact they say, oh, Man United be less boring football. Like, remember Van Gaal? <laughs> yeah, now let's speak about Van Gaal. Uh, cheers for bringing him up. Uh, he said something interesting. Did you hear what he said today? He said that um, he's been offered uh, a role somewhere. He won't tell us yeah, where. It was a sausage roll. Amazing. <laughs> and it would be lovely. Uh, uh, he, it, it wasn't Van Gaal, it was Al Forum. <laughs> it was Al Forum. He's not going to get that Arsenal. Could he be the uh, no. the next Arsenal manager? Van Gaal for Arsenal. Oh, I, hope, I, hope, I hope it happens, like, but I can't see it. I mean, Would, Arsenal fans, what are you going to say about it? What are you going to say about Arsenal fans? Can you imagine Lou Van Gaal? Arsenal fans, he's, he's doing a call out to Arsenal fans out there. Uh, what would you say? I mean, surely not, guys. You came in before and you went, I think it might happen. It's their sort of standard of manager. But come on. I didn't say it might happen. You I said it in, might happen. I walked in and I brought it up and you laughed in my face. And because then all I did mad thing was to say, say, why are you laughing in my face? There's nothing to laugh about. It's a possibility. I think Arsenal could, especially with some of the rumours that we've seen. And I know I've already said today, we shouldn't rely on the tabloid press. However, some of the rumours saying they've only got £50 million to spend in this, this summer, Arsenal. Can you imagine them going to someone like Ancelotti and saying, ah, oh, come come here, come to come to North London with £50 million spend this summer? Not a chance he would take that job. So someone like Van Aal is probably more their calibre. No, it would no. be. If, if they went down the lines of Van Gaal, Arsenal, Arsenal at the point now where they need that fresh break. No yeah. disrespect they to Wenger. They need to spend some money as well. They need to spend some money. Wenger was reluctant to pay big until he went for a Bamiyang, where he, had to, he was under that much pressure by the club, the fans, the board to spend some of this money. You know, they've got to go big. They've got to, they've done after the right man. Because don't get me wrong, I missed the United Arsenal games when they was at that level. Yeah. And it's dropped because sitting other teams have moved that gap closer. But if they go for Van Gaal, then they might as well have kept Wenger. Can we, we just say it would be the funniest thing? It would be the funniest thing in the world. It would be the funniest thing in the world. It would be the funniest thing in the world. It would be the funniest thing in the world. It would be the funniest thing in the world. It would be the funniest thing in the world. It would be the funniest thing in the world. It would be the yeah, um, I want to talk about uh, a couple of youth players, but um, the last call actually reminds me of something I wanted to quickly say. Um, yeah. There are people, you know, talk about Mourinho's style and how we play football defensively and all that. One thing I want to ask them is, would you rather have the results with, you know, maybe not an attacking style, or would you rather be like Arsenal to, you know, play some really nice football but not win anything, you know? It's um, that age-old question, isn't it? Yeah, but it if you look yeah. at the first Mourinho the other year, uh, a couple of years ago when they won the league at Chelsea, how many games did they win 1 0? The Beatles 1 0 with something like 32% possession, you know. I take that all week long, you know. It's all about winning cups, winning championships, winning trophies, you know. And for me, I'll check it all day long. All this, like you say, we can speak about Tottenham playing this lovely, beautiful football and Newcastle under Keegan. It was great under the eye. Didn't win anything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I totally agree with that. Like, it's more about effective football than stylish. Um, but yeah, the, what I wanted to actually talk about was obviously I think Ashley Youngie signed a year extension, didn't he? Um, a few months back. Yep. Um, and it looks like Luke Shaw's out the door, unfortunately. Right. Let me just. Do, um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna mention the player's name, but don't worry about that left back position at Manchester United Football Club next season. <laughs> it's sorted. And you'll come back to me in August. And you'll say, well done, Webby. ITK Webby. That's the man. It's sorted, is believe that, you me. Well, believe you me, that position is sorted. End of story till <laughs> August. So carry on then. Well, if the left-back position is sorted, uh, who do you think uh, might 
else from the from the youth system might be coming up to Ma- to Manchester United. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like if Young's like going to be back up for a season, and obviously he's either going to retire or go somewhere else. We've got like Dimitri Mitchell, um, Bothwick Jackson, and Joe Riley. I think can play left back as well, can't he? And uh, I was just wondering who you would pick because personally I'd pick Dimitri Mitchell. But who would you pick to come into that team, even if it is a, as a backup out of those three? Because not all three can make it the, in. The first one you pick? said absolutely spot on. He was doing a great job up in Scotland. Then all Scotland's a different cup of tea, like. But you've got. A, do what's put in front of you. Yep. He got a bad injury. I think the, the latter two you, you mentioned, I don't think they've got much of a future at United. I thought Barthwick Jackson started off really well and then just fell away. Uh, not seen enough of Joe Riley, but like you're saying, out of the three, Mitchell looks a great prospect. And to see he's a winger by trade, you know, I'd like to see him on that wing. I think he's got a good future at United. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that. I've not seen enough of Mitchell myself, to be honest, to comment too much. However, obviously seen quite a lot of both with Jackson and uh, and Joe Riley, who both got games under... Was it under Louis that they both got games? It was under yeah, Van Aal, yeah, I think. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, neither of them really showed too much to suggest to me that they're definitely going to be at United for the rest of their career. Uh, however, hearing Webby talk about the first player, Demi Mitchell, is, is very exciting. So, uh, what do you make of him, actually, mate, on the phone? Um, to be honest, we, you know, I, I always like to see players with work rate. I was watching some of the youth matches before he, he um, went over to Motherwell, and his work rate is unbelievable. He just seems to have that hunger. He stood out, um, you know, even with, like, McTominay on the field. He, Dimitri Mitchell stood out for his work rate. He reminds me of Sanchez a bit, because he will run all day long. He'll run, and, you know, I love to see that in the player. So I, I think, you know, that energy and that attitude is what, you know, United's all about. So I think out was, of the three, he'd, he'd definitely get... Was it Was it the Palace game he made his debut? It was, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was The Palace game, wasn't it, towards the end of the season, all they put a load of the kids in. And he, he didn't look out of place, you know, and he's, he, like you're saying, he'd done well up at Arts, I think he was on loan, actually got injured. But I think he's got a good future, way, I like yeah. him. Yeah, Rory, thank you very much for your call, mate. Uh, having a talk about youth players there, the uh, left-back position. He's yeah. <laughs> done. I don't know what they're talking about there. Maybe uh, we'll be saying that he's let one off again. And we're going to speak to... <laughs> uh, we must one? have Mr Andy Tate on the phone. Yes. Good Andy. evening, gentlemen. Good, Good evening, evening Andy. Andy. How are you, mate? Andy, do you dad like that shirt, pal? Oh, he, sh- he doesn't know yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly top, <laughs> secret top challenge. Even I know. I couldn't let it slip then, Webby. The old anyway. Manchester knows oh, now. <laughs> Good job we're not live. Uh, Andy, what do you want to speak you, about? That's what I'm looking forward to Sunday and um, uh, the positivity of the last week's FA Cup semi-final because I really didn't see us getting through, but they, put, they proved me wrong. And yeah. uh, I was a back bag of nerves listening to it on Radio 5 Live coming back in the car, I tell you. Yeah, and then uh, off to the final. But you want to talk more about Wembley then? Uh, not Wembley, Arsenal. What? Arsenal. Sorry, I'm just laughing at Andy mentioning another radio station while on Manchester. Well done, Andy. And then watch the fan cams on. Uh, that was a joke. Uh, let's talk about Arsenal then. The rivalries you enjoyed. Uh, was there any key matches at Old Trafford you remember? Pizza Gate in the tunnel, oh, ending the 49 yeah. um, uh, game run. Unbeaten run. A good one. Yeah, the, obviously the season before with the big uh, missing the pelt, uh, Van Nistelrooy. Oh, that was mad, that, wasn't it? What was it? Where, where, do you remember that game? The the, the Van Nistelrooy when he missed the penalty. Yeah, he, he was it was bad, frustrating, wasn't it? It was frustrating because it wasn't a great game, if you remember. It was a boring, boring game. And obviously that the chance to win it in the last minute, penalty and Rude was normally so 
cool and collective at penalties. The pressure got to me at the bow. But you've got memories here. You've got the 8 2. You've got the. Uh, 1991. Yeah, you've got the 21 man brawl. 8 2. The 8 2. Oh, you know. I love that the one. The best thing about the 8 2. You've got the 4 0 cup game of Raphael and Fabio in centre midfield. The best thing about the 8 <laughs> 2 is looking back at the team that we actually played for that one. Oh, oh and yeah. amazing stuff. Go on, Ander. Uh, Arsene Wenger standing on the dugout on top where can he go he got sent off if you remember it in sweaty said. Yeah. yeah I remember that one right should we go through the uh, the lineup if we can get it up I there think what, which, which we're going for the 8-2 yeah the 8-2 I can tell you it was centre midfield for us who, who was that centre midfield was Anderson and Tom Cleverley Anderson and Tom Cleverley I mean I'm trying to get it up now yeah. uh, speak between yourselves uh, who was the highlight the players was there anyone at Arsenal squad you, you admired in, in, a, in a weird way from Percy Van Percy <laughs> he missed the penalty didn't he that's if I'm right Mr. Peltler, I sort of respected Arsenal for where, the way they played up to a certain point. Then they started playing really poorly. After like 2008, they could actually give us a game, but they've just gone downhill ever since, do, and do, it's their own fault. Do you know what, lads? If you look at the Arsenal team that day, they was ravaged with injury and suspensions, and the, the kid Jenkinson made his debut. He got sent off. You know, they must have been that poor. Nanny was skinning him. Yeah, but, he was. To be fair, though, I remember Nanny always having a good game, game against us. Remember, remember, remember the kick up down the line. That was the, was yeah, that was the, the FA Cup one, wasn't yeah, it? The, the four 0 yeah. and at the end, at the end, he just started doing these kick ups, and everyone around the ground. Oh, Na- was like Nanny was great on his day. He just he didn't have that many. Didn't have that many days. I'll go through the lineup of the eight two. The Hayer in goal. Phil Jones. Wait, 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 wait. The Hayer was in goal. I thought Kushak saved the penalty. Can I try and give you the team? Go on then. The Hayer Jones. Yeah. Smalling, yeah. Dave Jones, Smalling, Evro, yes. Evro, right back would have been Raphael. No, well, Not unfortunately, right, right, we'll forget about that. Evans, Johnny Evans, John Evans right, right back. midfield. Midfield was Tom Cleverly, Anderson, yeah. yeah. Nambred, yeah. Up front was Welbeck because he went off injured. Yeah. Luna and Ashley Young. Thank yeah, you very much. I'll just it. get me cold. <laughs> And tell us who's going to be left out next season. Uh, Andy, uh, what score do you think it's going to be on the weekend, mate? I'm going for 3-0 United because Arsenal's going to be too wrapped up with the Europa League and they'll rest players. Yeah, do you think so? Yeah, no, you spot on. You know, you're looking at Atletico Madrid, favourites for the competition. Great team, great manager. Going to come there tonight. Obviously, it's the first leg. Hopefully, for the United point of view, that it's an even game. If it goes one way... If it goes one way, then obviously it could. But Arsenal, that's Arsenal have got to throw all their eggs into this basket like we did last year. They're not going to get in the top four, so he's got to go the strongest team tonight and next Thursday, which gives us a great chance of giving them a, a bit of a lesson. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Uh, thank you very much, Andy. Love uh, you, Andy. You Sorry about that, mate. Lord. Shut up, I'll see you later. <laughs> see you later. You've got to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> no much you could do, could he? You ruined the, ruined the surprise. It three weeks ago. This is the XS Manchester full-time Devils takeover with you for about another 15 minutes. So here's what you do. You get your calls in now, 0345 treble 17625. The number is across the bottom. Uh, local call, call charge applies. Uh, although it looks like a scary number, we promise it isn't. Come and speak to me, uh, Webby and Gaz, uh, whilst you can. I'm going to take a little break now. It's going to be two minutes and then we'll be back with you. So stay with XS Manchester and the full-time Devils takeover. Live from Manchester, the Excess Manchester Football Social. Call 0345 7625 and have your say. Winning with Gowing Law. 
Thank you for listening to the Excess Manchester Football Social, the full-time Devils takeover. Every Thursday from now to the end of the season, how quick has it come? Oh. The end of the season is only around the corner, uh, and hopefully Manchester United hold on to that second place. Can I give you the goal score? Yes, yeah, so I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. I was gonna, I was gonna give you right. So I'm on a roll, mate. So I've Webby, got one player wrong. Webby oh. was able to give us the team that beat Arsenal eight two. Now he wants to give us the goal scorers. Hit me, Webby. Nane, one. Danny Welbeck, one. Yeah. Wayne Rooney, three. Yeah. Ashley Young, one. And Jason Park. Ashley Young got two. Ashley, Ashley Young, two. Yeah, got Ashley two Young did get two. Danny Welbeck, Rooney Attrick, Ashley Young, two. Jason Park, good night. Congratulations. All right. You've got them all right? right. Yeah, yeah, you got well, them all. You smashed yeah. it. You smashed it. Uh, well play. done there to you. Uh, now we're going to speak uh, something that, not just for United, but about all fans in general and something Webby you can talk to us about because uh, I don't remember the days of safe standing I don't know if it was safe oh. back it, obviously back in the day but standing up at the football yeah, match you, you, you couldn't beat it Joe it was you look forward you know standing next to your mates and getting the atmosphere going because under the, the standing at United under the lights so many atmospheres there with not as many people in was bouncing I'll always go back to the game against Barcelona uh, Cup Winners Cup the ground was shaking Everybody was stood up. Uh, obviously, Sal standing, the cantilever was up, but you strep for them, you scoreboard, the scoreboard paddock, United roll, days were the days. If it can be brought back, great. I'd love him more than be stood up with my mates. So it doesn't have to be mates, just fellow Reds who are passionate about getting the atmosphere going. Will it happen? We all pray and hope so. Do I think so? I don't think so. The idea is that you go uh, and get the petition. It's out and about on Twitter. If we can find it, uh, when I finish, I'll make sure I tweet it for you, but you will be able to find it. Over 100 signatures now. So they're going to be discussion. 100,000. 100,000, yeah, sorry. 100, I was going to say, it's a dismal number, but it ain't that bad. <laughs> Probably, yeah. 100,000 uh, signatures. Uh, and it, and the discussion then that brings it past uh, a certain level, uh, it'll be brought up in Parliament. Hopefully they're having a discussion to see if it should be brought well, up in Parliament. Uh, uh, if it goes in front of them, Joe, I was going to say, because anything. them lot can relate to the average football <laughs> fan. Right? That's okay. the only way it's going to happen, though, it's isn't it? going to happen then, is no. it? Well, that's Sorry. the only way, so yeah. unless you put our foot down, uh, let us know your thoughts in the comment section, as well as discussing uh, Arsenal against Manchester United. The final time Wenger will be at Old Trafford. Will you yeah. miss his face, Webby? You know, you, you, you got, I've said it the other week there, Mr Wenger gave me a lot of sleepless nights with the teams he built, you know, some great teams, some great players, you know, and some of the stick he's got from his fans is absolutely disgusting. Yep. Marches and banners, you know, it never happened at Old Trafford. And we was in worse positions than what they was, organising marches to the ground at Arsenal TV, clowns. <laughs> and the, the, all the banners get him out. Obviously, they're not happy, but there's other ways, and it'll be, it's going to be a very, very hard job for someone to step into his shoes, like it was for us with Fergie, you know. Rome wasn't built in a day. Wenger's done a great job there. You know, obviously, the last few years, he's gone downhill a bit. He's made some strange signings, and they've got their way. The fans have got their way that he's leaving, but... So some of those teams he built and played against us in the nineties, and he proved it on that when Gary, when you watch that show, we had to change our system to play Arsenal. There was a great team, and he will be missed because he's a character. And obviously, all he's had his running at Chelsea. What does he call him? A voyeur, a, a, a specialist in failure. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he'll be missed. But 
time comes around for us all, Williams is the same when Fergie left, but some of the fans, what the, the Arsenal fans have given him, absolute disgrace. Completely agree. He's not had anywhere near the respect that he deserves, I think, in the last few years, Arsene Wenger. I think he's a, an English football legend and an icon. He changed the face of English football. There are some Did players that, that that have come into this league that we may have potentially never heard of if it wasn't for Arsene Wenger. Like, you know, uh, Thierry Henry, Robert Perez, Freddie Youngberg, these types of players. And, and for him to come into that club as well at that time when Fergie was pretty much right in the middle of Fergie's pomp, he came from Japan and then won a league title the next year and then went on to do the Invincibles, one of the greatest Premier League sides of all time. The second greatest Premier League time of all, side, uh, all time, I'd say. Arsene Wenger is a legend who hasn't, who, who just hasn't had the respect I think he deserves in the last few years because Arsenal fans are clowns. There we go, brought it back. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> they are clowns. Uh, 0345 Let's see if we can get you in for two minutes to have a chat about Manchester United. Um, he, he's just got a really, what do you expect from Jose Mourinho in the next couple of games then? What's he going to do? Is he going to play out the strongest team possible, get the results in, or is he going to try anything different? Will he move oh. Martial out? Will you expect to see Martial playing for United now to the end of the season? Yeah, I expect him to obviously go strong. You know, we've still got to cement that second place because it. It saves you the, maybe a stupid round to the middle of Eastern Peru for a knockout Champions League game. So we've got to come second, you know. So it will stay strong. Obviously, people will get rest over these next three or four games. And obviously, we're all geared up for the cup final. Don't expect too many changes on Sunday. Look at changes at West Ham and Brighton. And then obviously, maybe play near to his cup final team for the last game of the season against Watford yep. so we've got to go strong he deserves it we deserve a performance after that West Bromwich Albion home game where it was absolutely shocking so the players have got to be up for it the fans have got to be up for it Sunday so let's do it Reds I completely, let's bring it on completely agree I think it'll be very strong this weekend and then for the last three games I think I do think we might see just about every player in the squad get at least some minutes and at yep. least some sort of a chance to get themselves in the final team and I tell you what I think that team in the final could be a surprise to a few of us as well so uh, let's wait and how see do you mean, got, how do you mean by that well I mean it was a surprise in the semi-final I think slightly to see uh, Ander Herrera b- 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 a big surprise for me I was slightly surprised with the defence as well um, and it was a good surprise don't get me wrong and I think the same thing will happen with the final as well Jose likes to tinker for the big games and he, he usually gets it right so obviously we've got Arsenal Brighton West Ham Watford yes. and then that's it four games done do you expect 12 points but you never really expect 12 points out of them games but you should really look at those teams expect us to have no trouble in finishing second you've got to look at it now right there's four games for people to play themselves on a cup final team Mm. so these players who come in have got to be up for the fight 100% by thinking hang on a minute the manager says it whoever plays well the week before or at Bournemouth, and he has a stormer, starts at Wembley. Now, if these players now have got four games, these fringe so-called players, to make a statement to our manager to say, hey, get me in that 11 for the cup final, so I want all 12 points, Joe, but we won't get them. Yeah. We'll probably get nine or maybe ten, but we've got the capability of getting all 12 points. I'm not sure if it's the case, but I think there's opportunity for players to play themselves out of the FA Cup final team as well, potentially. Yeah. So uh, Yeah, indeed. Uh, so then, uh, uh, tell us then about your predictions, if you mu- if you will. Uh, Webby, what are you going to go for? I'm going to go for 3-0. 3-0? Blimey, before I get yours, guys, uh, how are the comment section looking? Yeah, I'm just looking at what people are saying about, um, I think a lot of people talking about Arsenal at the minute, saying... Uh, 
uh, Invincible's not even the best Arsenal league side. I think that's uh, one of us lot from Full Time Levels <laughs> commenting on that. That's Adam McCola probably trying to show me up, or producer Chris. Uh, who else is in there in the comments? Uh, Progedda has said about the FA Cup final. Herrera needs to start. I think he will do uh, with it being a big game. Uh, Mega Darrell says we'd be the same with Wenger as our manager. Not really sure the point you're trying to make. <laughs> um, I, I, a prediction for the game against Arsenal. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm confident, and I think obviously it depends a lot on what happens with their game uh, tonight. I presume it is. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna say three nil. Three nil. We're both going three nil. Just before we finish, lads, I just got to mention. Oh yeah, here we Friday go. Friday the eleventh of May. Plug, yeah. Friday eleventh of May. Hotel football. We've got a great night. A lot of money's going to be raised for a couple of local charities. We've got Gary Neville. Yeah. To, uh, Q&A we've I've got uh, Mike Maguire the Manchester comedian used to do for another radio station we won't, we won't mention their name <laughs> we've got the magician Dominic if you've seen him off Twitter unbelievable kid he's some of the stuff he showed me the other week was, un- was unbelievable food £40 a ticket now there's not that many left yeah. you need a ticket contact Hotel Football or go on to my Twitter United underscore Weber you'll see the link there I think there's about 50 tickets left 40 quid for a great night and hell, do it do it do, do it. it head on to his Twitter go get some tickets it'll be a wonderful night uh, Webby thank you very no much problem, for joining no. us uh, guys thank you as well I'm much, off mate. to go watch the Avengers and I'm buzzing about it this has been yeah. the, uh, the, the, the full t- darts what no not darts today that's someone else this is the full time Time Devils Takeover. Thank you very much for watching on, on Facebook and, and it YouTube. And it was Gaz, not me. And for listening. It was definitely you, Webber, you chumped. Oh, by the way, Wayne Rooney was the answer to who oh, scored. I knew it, knew it. Yeah, Wayne Rooney was the answer who scored the most goals against Arsenal Wenger's team. Thank you very much for watching. We'll be back next Thursday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.